So where is Rosh Hashanah falling on? Tishrei. Tishrei. What month is Tishrei from the Hebrew months? One. Second. Different opinion? Seven. Seven months. That's the correct answer. The Tishrei is the seventh Hebrew month. The first month is Nisan. Even there is a different opinion on that. But it's the seventh month. Now, of course, the remain the question, why would you say Happy New Year in the seven months? So for this, we need to have a basic understanding. And the basic understanding go like that. The creator, the light of the creator is basically something not physical. To coming from something not physical into something physical, it has to go through 10 dimension. Those 10 dimension called 10 sefirot. We are more related to the seven than we relate to the ten. So we, the, the human being, relate to the seven levels, the seven chambers or the seven filter, if you want, the seven sphirot, which we, those of you familiar with this, the seven days of the week, the seven colors, the seven notes. is basically, when you take the word chesed, gvurat, tiferet, malchut, those are the seven level of the sephirot. We are not talking about the three, and that's what I'm prepared for you tonight, that we will be able to live with a new understanding of what is Rosh Hashanah. Otherwise, it's going to be apple with honey and Thanksgiving dinner and somebody crazy will take an horn for an animal and make some noise. Because I'm willing to be challenged in the next three minutes if somebody have a reason and think you have a good reason why we're doing it. Why we're so primitive to take an horn of an animal and I brought a shofar for you to make sure that those of you who never saw an horn, this is this is what it is, ayal, okay? This is called shofar. Why is it called shofar? You know, there is so many questions, and I hope that I will be able to cover all those questions from the Arizal, from the Zohar, but we need to ask those questions. If you don't ask, you don't get. You're not going to get all the answer, of course, in 45 minutes, but you're going to get some idea, at least something. To understand that, is we need to understand that because I say there is seven layers, the seventh level is always called, there is a name for it, it's called Malchut. Repeat after me, those of you who speak Hebrew, Malchut. What does Malchut mean? Very good, kingdom, kingdom, very good, kingdom. But it's not really what it means spiritually. Malchut means manifestation, manifestation. That's what Malchut means, manifestation. Meaning that in the month of manifestation, which is the month of the Shira, which is the seventh Ibu month, we are getting a chance at the beginning of the month to change the destiny of our life. So the celebration is not in the first month of the year. It is in the seven months of the year. We need to understand more why. What are we correcting about Malchut? What is Malchut relate to me? What is Malchut has to do with me? Every time you want, we have sushi, we have uh, Diet Coke, no, Coca-Cola, or whatever we have. Every time you want love, you want attention, you want compliment. In America, it's very big on compliment. I don't know if you know that. In Israel, people have no idea what compliment is. They call it fact. Israeli don't know the idea of compliment. Israeli give you fact. When they say you look beautiful, they mean you are beautiful. They don't understand. Uh, can you say the lady, she is nice? Well... 
which is not. Which is, what is the Derech Hashem? What is the Derech of the Talmud? The Talmud say, actually, the American way is the right way. How do we know that? We know it from Bet Shabbai Bet, what? Katan Vekala, very good. That's exactly the answer, the Gvara, about Bet Shamai and Bet Ilel. That's the right answer. Because they ask a question. It's a weird question. You're not going to like it. They ask a question, if you're going to a wedding and you see, you know, the Kala is not exactly, Kala mean bright. The Kala is not exactly the greatest looking and not wise and not, it's Do you tell the Kala that she's Kala Na'ava Hasuda? Do you say that word to her? Bet Shammai say, no. Bet Shammai say, no. Bet Hillel say, of course you say it. And they have this argument in the end, Bet Hillel is the right opinion of how Jewish people need to act. For me, we learn, and actually, in American style, work better than Israeli style. You don't wait for the fact to change. You give compliment before it change. Same thing with uh, parents and kids. Parents not wait for the kids to score well in college or, I don't know, NYU or Harvard. They tell the kids that they're smart and amazing and beautiful and all this and this and that. That eventually they will catch up with uh, the compliment to turn them into a fact. Very interesting point. But let's go to the Chodesh Ashvi'i, Chodesh Tishrei, in the first two days of the month, the 48 hours, Saturday and Sunday, will define, will define how much money you're going to have, how long you're going to live, are you going to be happy or not? Are you going to be miserable or not? Everything is defined in 48 hours. Whatever you're going to think, whatever you're going to say, whatever you're going to do, those three things. Remember, think, say, do. Think, say, do. Think, say, do. Neshama, ruach, nefesh. Think, say, do. Whatever you're going to do in those three things, define what's going to happen. For that reason, we have slichot before. Ashkenazim start one week before. Sfaradim start one month before. Ashkenazim start with shofar one month before. Sfaradim, some of them, North African, do the shofar after tekiot, some of them after uh, slichot. Different opinion. But the whole idea is to correct that aspect called malchut. Malchut is the all aspect of receiving. All aspect of receiving. Please listen, listen. It sounds easy, but I'm telling you later, if you will be tested on that, I want you to get under it. Okay, whatever you miss, you're going to find out later on the audio. That will give you an opportunity to have desire. Like when you ask a girl out, instead of asking a girl out, you're going to call Debbie and say, can I have the audio, please? <laughs> Wonderful. So the aspect of malchut, meaning receiving. The aspect of receiving. What is the human being is building from? A receiving process. Who we are, what we want, what we want to receive. I want love. I want attention. I want food. I want money. I want vacation. I want, I want, I want, I want. All this I want call malchut. The problem with that is that that aspect of receiving, it's, if it's been receiving in the wrong filter, what we're going to get will not make us happy. We can get everything we, we're looking for, but we will be still visible. Thank you. We will be eventually miserable. Why? Because we didn't receive it in the right way. Let's understand it in a deeper level now. What happened on Rosh Hashanah historically? Anybody can tell me? Rosh Hashanah. What is Rosh Hashanah historically? What happened? What? Very good. Creation of Adam and Eve, not men, Adam and Eve. 
I'm not uh, chauvinistic or feministic. I'm a very simple person. I'm going by fact. In the beginning of Bereshit, it says, He creating Zachar and Nekeva together. Most people think that he created Adam first. Not true. Zachar and Nekeva bara otam. Later on, it says, Loto veyot adam levado. A weird situation. We believe, you know, since you were young, you said, hey, Adam was first, then she took the rib. The rib was missing some salt, and then she replaced it. No, it's a joke. And then, and then he created create Chava. The idea is not like that. There is Adam and Chava was created together. The only issue was they were back to back. Achor be'achor. Remember that, please. Achor be'achor. They were created like that. Back to back. Please remember that in Rosh Hashanah, because that's our job in Rosh Hashanah. You don't know it. You will go to Rosh Hashanah. You will see somebody holding an animal horn. You will see some apple with honey. Some people are happy. It will feel like Shabbat, but it's actually prays longer and there is noise. That's it. Or you would know exactly what you're doing. And to know what you're doing, you need to remember that part. Adam and Eve were created on Rosh Hashanah. They were created back to back. Remember that. Now, what's... What's in it for me? So what? what? What does that mean? The idea on Rosh Hashanah, every Rosh Hashanah, we go back to that situation that we are back to back with the Creator. Our mission in Rosh Hashanah, one mission, one, is to be able to find a way to separate the back to back and turn it into face to face. Panim be panim. That process takes a long time. Ten days exactly. Now you know why 10. I mentioned it in the beginning. 10 dimension, 10 sefirot. Every day you fixing one. First of Rosh Hashanah, Keter. Second day of Rosh Hashanah, Chochmah. In the end, you're fixing Til Malchut, and then you have Yom Kippur. What happened to Yom Kippur? Ah, we face to face with the Creator. Back to back with Adam and Chava is not just Adam and Chava. We're talking about us and the Creator. Back to back. What happened when you're back to back? No communication. You ever see two people speak different language, Italian and Chinese. The Chinese try to ask for pie of pizza, and the, and the Italian is giving him, I don't know, uh, lasagna. There's no communication, back to back. Can see you, can hear you, n- nothing going on. In Rosh Hashanah, we start back to back. Our mission is eventually is to cut the back, or as the Ari call it, Nesira. Nesira means sewing. We're sewing from the back until we can turn them around. After that, we're supposed to make them dance together and hug. That happened on Sukkot. On Sukkot, it's called Smolot Achat Leroshi Viminot Ahapkeli. And then on Simchat Torah, it's called the Zivuk. It's the connection between the two forces to become one. Now it's a Zivuk Shalem. So it's taking a 22 days process. Most people think Rosh Hashanah, everything is over. It's good. Last year, it was a. Uh, we were with the Bukharian, Bukharian community in Queens, and people saw me at uh, 2 a.m. walking around. And they see a person walking around, uh, take it very seriously, look at the sky, and they join us and say, well, what are you doing? Say, I'm going to check my shadow. In the beginning, they, I was hoping, you know, they don't know me. I thought they're going to think I'm crazy, and then goodbye. So, okay, we're coming with you to check our shadow. So why do why, why you want to check your shadow? So I don't know, you look serious, you look, you have the Zohar in your hand and you're checking the shadow. I said, do you know what it means to check the shadow? He said, no, we don't, can you please teach us? 
I say, yes, in the last day of Sukkot, in your shadow, there is a way to tell exactly how the future year will come. What's going to happen to you? Everything is in your shadow. Only once a year and only for two hours. It's have to be exactly after midnight, exactly after midnight. When a person stands in front of the shadow, when you look at the shadow, you tell all the details of their life there. That's called B'dikat Atzel. But now I went too far. We have to go back to Rosh Hashanah. Going back to the process of Rosh Hashanah, I just want to let you know how much sometimes we don't know. We think we know it. We think we know what Rosh Hashanah is. Apple with Ani, family coming together. We're we, we doing this. We're doing that food, this food, that food. And we're missing the whole point sometimes. We pray even perfectly, but we don't know what we're doing. It's a sad thing. If you don't know the Nesira, if you don't know what the Shofar is doing for you, it's almost like you came, you visit, and may God have mercy on us. God always have mercy on us. But are you going to receive that mercy? That depends on you. Rosh Hashanah is the one holiday that depends totally on the human being. Only on us. Whatever you do, that's what you're going to get. You do it wrong, sorry. The same thing like Passover in the Seder. What do you call the Seder? Seder. Mother Seder in Hebrew, order, order, order. You take the Ke'ara, right? You have this Ke'ara, the plate. How you say Ke'ara? Ke'ara. Ke'ara means the plate. 375 in Gimatria meaning 365 days of the year, plus the 10 items you use. Three matzot, six items, and the plate itself, it's 10. That's taken care of the year to come. Seder, people who don't know it, just go to dinner. No idea. They don't know that maror, gimatria, mavet, and you can remove any type of death from your life. Death of money, death of relationship, death of, of everything. People go and they don't know. It's a sad thing. You can become as religious as you want. If you don't study a little bit the Arizal, Kabbalah or the Zohar, you, you lost. Not because you're a bad person. You just need to make an effort to study. So now we are in back-to-back. How do you basically remove that back-to-back and turn it? There is something that happened by itself on Rosh Hashanah. That happened by itself. A little bit of it happened by itself. Second is when you say, Zachrenu lechaim. Okay? That's the help you. Third is your tshuva. How much repentant you did before you came there. Fourth, is the shofar. The shofar. The person who blow the shofar need to know what they're doing. There could be perfection in saxophone and perfection in shofar. But it doesn't, it doesn't work. Sorry. In the mind of the blower, in the mind of the blower, in the hand, every, every joint on your hand is a different kavana, different meditation. Every upper lips is meditation, lower lips is meditation, your gum is a meditation, your teeth, your tongue, your throat. Everything is a single meditation by itself. So yes, I mean, there is a lot of great, beautiful uh, congregation with thousands of people. But unfortunately, there is very few who know exactly what they're doing. Not that I'm saying they don't. But most probably if you go to any rabbi, and I hope you're going to challenge me, and I hope to be wrong, and you ask the rabbi, hey, how do we deal with the Nesira this year? Then do it for the sport. Do it for the fun of it. How do we do with the Nesira? What type of the Malchut we cutting here? If we don't know what we're doing, it will be as if we came to an event like this. We have sushi, we have this. It's the same. You have to know what you're doing. Now, what is the Zohar compare the whole idea of Nesira to? The Zohar comparing it to the time that the sun and the moon were created. Who know what day of the week the sun and the moon were created? 
What did he say? No? Good? Lishi said, what? Thursday. <laughs> You're going to give me something here. <laughs> Everybody said, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. It was created on Wednesday. You have to remember, Wednesday is the day, the creation of the sun and moon. Please remember that. It's called Shnei Amehorot Agedolim. The two big mehorot. But the way you remember that, Mehera in Hebrew, Mehera Mem Aleph Resh A, also mean curse. If you don't know in the Bible language, Mehera, we learn it in Parashat Kitavo. Mehera mean curse. What was the curse? The sun was represent the aspect of God of mercy. The moon was represent the totality of the light of the creator. They say we cannot have one crown for two rulers. They didn't mean that somebody is better or somebody worse. They meant the moon say, I'm here to represent the whole totality of the energy of God. The sun said, we can't do that because if you, the whole totality of the light will come out, not every person, not every human, not every aspect of creation will survive. We need to do it slowly, slowly until the light of the creator will reach out even to the lowest of the lowest. What I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's called Dirabat Achtonim. We need to be able to bring the light of the creator to the lowest level. To do that, to do to that aspect, God said to the moon, Lechi umaati et Go make yourself smaller. It's not the time for this type of light to shine. Right now, the light of the sun, this will be the right activation for this universe. Now, what is this to do? What is this to do with Rosh Hashanah? That was Wednesday. Adam and Eve were created on? Everybody's scared now. Friday. Very good. We were created in the same time that the beast were created. Adam Hashem. It's a Adam meaning we are similar to the beast. It's very interesting. Okay? There's a lot of secret in that, of course, but we're not gonna we're gonna skip why Dafka Behemah. And the idea is that the connection between the sun and the moon is that the whole aspect of the universe, every Rosh Hashanah. Every Rosh Hashanah, the whole idea of creation is going back to what happened on Wednesday. And God is giving us a gift and he's telling us, you will correct it yourself. You will bring that blessing together. I'm sure by now some of you are confused. If you're not confused, you didn't understand me correctly. Okay, that's the catch 22. One second, just give me five minutes. Now, what does the moon represent? The moon represents the first aspect I teach you before called Malchut, the receiving aspect. That's what the moon is what? Is receiving light from? That's not Kabbalah, that's simple. From the sun, very good. So the moon called Nekeva, it's called the female aspect, Levana, that's why it's called Levana, Luna, La Luna, right? It's receiving the light and it reflects the light toward us. So, the moon is not a black hole. It's not just receiving the light and don't give it. It's just receive it and reflect it. The sun is the one who gives the light. Of course, the sun is not the one who gives the light. The creator gives the light and then the sun reveals it. It's almost like the light bulb right now doesn't reveal the light. It's an instrument that reveals the light that already exists within the room. So the light bulb, I mean, Thomas Edison, whoever invented it, right? It re- he created something called the three column, minus plus and the filament. And basically, through that, it will the light in the room. If we're going to turn off uh, the, the lamp right now, it will be dark in the room. Really? Can't be. There will be light in the room. 
but we cannot see it. Our five senses cannot connect to it. But the light bulb, just let your mind go wild a little bit. The light bulb is just an instrument that reveals the light that already exists. The sun is an instrument that reveals the light that already exists. I know it's too much for the mind, uh, but just let your mind go a little bit open. Don't limit. Don't limit. Just open your mind a little bit. You know, discovery, meaning this cover, meaning you remove the cover. That's what this cover. We're removing the cover for what already exists. There is no such a thing as discovery is a new thing. Nobody discovered. There is nothing new under the sun. Okay. Now, what does that mean that the whole idea of the sun and the moon relate to you? We are basically represent the moon. We are the moon. We are the receiver, guys. Every time that we receive in the wrong way, it's going to hurt us. We have to receive the blessing with the right connection to the right filter. If we don't receive that light with the right filter, I will receive a blessing, but I will not be able to use it. Try to imagine you're in the middle of the ocean and you're thirsty. You're on a boat, no sweet water. You are alone. It's a beautiful day, but you're on a boat. The engine's stuck. Nothing is moving. And you have a lot of water around you. You're in the middle of the ocean. Can you drink that water? Can you? I hope, I hope you know bio biology. If you drink that water, you're going to die. I mean, everybody knows that, okay? Because I don't see reaction. My glasses are clean. I'm looking for reaction. Okay. So you're not going to be able to drink it. Try to imagine you are now starving. You're in the middle of nowhere. And you have, you have a cow. But you don't have a, a, a you don't have a, a, a knife to, to, to slaughter the animal in a kosher way and you're starving. You're going to die if you don't eat. Of course, I mean, there is different mitzvot. I'm not talking about mitzvot. I'm talking about the concept. What are you going to do? You're stuck. What happened if you have somebody told you, I give you $1.4 billion and I'm going to put it in Switzerland in the bank. I'm going to give you the code. He give you the code and then you lose the piece of paper. It's, you still have $1.4 billion in Switzerland. It's not under your name. It's with a code. That's called, my friend, it's called Or de Chokhmah. Remember, a light that is being revealed tremendously, but you don't have the ability to, to access that light. That's called the moon level. Or the Kabbalists call that left column, if you want more exact. Left column. Or if you want uh, Or de Chokhmah. The sun represents or the chasadim, which means a little bit of light. I'm not going to give you all cow. I'm going to give you half a steak. But you actually, it's available. I'm not going to give you all ocean. I'm going to give you a leftover from a, a water bottle. And you can drink it. You don't know who drank it before, but it's a little bit of water. But you're not going to have the ocean. But it's useful. You can use it. That's called or the chasadim. Remember that, my friend, okay? Our mission of Rosh Hashanah is still to be able to receive that light of wisdom without it's going to hurt us. We still want to be in the middle of the ocean, still want to take the ocean's water, salty water, but we have now a machine, a filter, that be able to turn that salty water into a drinking water. We don't have the knife to slaughter the cow, but there is a shochet that just passed by and is showing us how to do it. We lost the number for the for the bank, but we actually have a person who just met us and said, by the way, Aliyah, I took a picture of that note you have on the table when we have it in the restaurant. That's called Or the Chasadim. 
How do we get this? Because the Creator is going to give us Rosh Hashanah everything. Those of you who want soulmate, it's there. You don't need to pray for it. It's there. You want money? It's there. But it's like the ocean. There's nothing to reveal that. And because there is nothing to reveal that, it's staying potential. And when it's staying potential, unfortunately, you can pray well, you can do tshuva, you can eat a wonderful shofar, eat some sushi, diet coke, lose weight, smile to the guy next to you to make sure we know you like him, smile to the girl that you like him, pray to Hashem, chatanu pashanu, you hit your heart stronger, everybody should hear, me, I'm bad, I'm bad, but I want some change. Not, those are physicality. We need to understand God from God's point of view, not from a human point of view. God doesn't think like you mean. The POV has to change. And until that POV is not changing, we can come to synagogue and do tefillah. Tefillah from the word tafel. Tafel meaning there is no flavor, there's nothing. Karov Hashem lekol asher ikra'u be'emet. It's like God is only close to the people who call him for honestly. So why are you going to Rosh Hashanah? To, hey God, I'm here to lie to you, but I want to see if you're going to catch me. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm not calling them. I'm here to cheat. Really? Do you know anybody who go to synagogue, go all the way in the rain, snow and everything? And he coming, so why do you think I'm coming to shul? I'm going to shul, uh, uh, I'm thinking how to cheat and see if it's going to work. No. <laughs> so what is this behemet? If we don't know the behemet, meaning there is technology, there is a derech, there is a way how to do it. And when you know how to do it, it works. The Kamala, yeah, well, I'm sorry, first question. Daniel has a question. So before I move to the next wave of explanation, yes. Please, please, it's important. Every question is important to learn because it's a deep lecture. Yalla. Yes. Akol Beseda, Akol, everything is good. You said before that Rosh Hashanah is going based on what occurred on Yom Rabbi with the sun and the moon. But Rosh Hashanah every year is the anniversary of Yom Rabbi Yehud. Yefemon, Great question. This question shows that Daniel understand the point. Very, very important. As I said before, the situation, the energy, how the vibration go, it's like Wednesday, but the day we celebrate is the Friday, the Yom HaShishi. It's a very interesting concept that you touch. The Zohar talk about it in Parashat Emor. Very good point. Very good point. I wish I could explain more of this, but this is so beautiful and so deep that I want to give more, but I'm looking already in the in the brain of people, I start start seeing a melting situation. You know, when the phone getting warm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very careful. I'm looking and I say, okay, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it this way and that way. So you're right. Wednesday is what we're fixing. But Friday is the day we're celebrating because it's Briat Adam Bechava. That's a very good question. Show a full understanding. Thank you for that question. But I, I hope I will explain it. Don't, don't let me go until... Yes. What? It was you? You were with me? No. Oh. <laughs> I was, I'm looking at you. I don't think he's Bukhari. <laughs> I, uh, I heard that you're not really allowed to predict the future or see the future with the Judaism. Is that an element of this? Well, I tell you what. I, I can give you a short version of the answer. Rabbi Shimon Bar said to do it, so I'm doing it. That's a short version. The long version, the moon only at that night is showing the health of your body, how healthy you're going to be. It shows everything about you. 
if you want to read more about it, I, I believe Google by now, the engine searching engine already have it there. If you put how to check the shadow in Oshana Rabah, the only they call Oshana Rabah, you're not supposed to sleep all night. You're not supposed to sleep all night. And then on the shadow, there is a technique. I mean, if we will be together, I'll show you how it works. It's not so complicated. It takes about two minutes and it shows a lot about the person. So it's not about reading the future. It's reading the present. So if, for example, it show God forbid, God forbid, God has a shalom, decree of death, then the rabbi who's doing it is supposed to tell the person the tikkun for that, how to prevent the death from happening. That's what the Zohar say, 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 say to do. No, it's nothing to do with the Aravot. So that's, that's the idea. It's very, very important to understand it, that it's not a future telling, a fortune teller. It's a very serious subject, very serious subject. It's part of the 23 days in America, 23 days from Rosh Hashanah till uh, Simchat Torah, it's a very important process, but maybe we'll keep it for another lecture. I will show you in the Zohar how exactly we do that. It's in Parashat Pilchas, Parashat Emor. You know, we have it in a few places. I, I, I said I will explain exactly how it works. So we say, so far, let's, let's repeat. Wednesday is what we're fixing. We're fixing the concept that the moon, we don't want to receive the light like it was in, on Wednesday. That's what from the word curse, me'era. And we're also dealing with the idea of Adam and Chava back to back. We are dealing with two situations. Our mission is to be able to fix that situation and make sure that the light of the Creator will go through filter and the light of the Creator will not go through judgment. Chaz shalom. Chaz shalom, chaz shalom. How do we do that? The main work we're supposed to do is the shofar. There is other thing we need to do, but I will focus on the shofar so it will be clear to everybody what we're doing in the shofar. Basically, it's go like that. On Rosh Hashanah, don't get scared what I'm about to say. Do not be afraid. This is what the Zohar teach, the Ari teach it, Priyatzchaim, and also Shara Kavanot. Everybody die. On Rosh Hashanah morning, everybody die. Boom, die. And then, by the blowing of the shofar, everybody become alive again. Now, you're not going to feel that you die. I mean, you go to synagogue, everybody pray. Nobody die. People talk in the back. Nobody die. So why, why does he have to say it? Why he has to give it to us like this? You die on Rosh Hashanah. Why, why, why you have to make it difficult for us? So the, the, the Ari and the Zohar explain that try to imagine Chaz Shalom, not you, but chicken with no head. I know that some of you never saw Kaparot, don't know what I'm talking about. Chicken with no head still running without head. I don't know if you know that. You never did Kaparot, right? I'm looking at your faces. You guys never did Kaparot. You know what Kaparot is? You know? Not with a coin. I'm talking about uh, a live Kapara like you're supposed to do. And I know today nobody allowed to do it here in New York. But it used to be, take the chicken. If you want to join me, I do it every year in Brooklyn. So you take the chicken. Yeah, in Bob of Hasidim, you go there and there is a line, but about 1,200 people. You don't have to wait too long, but you wait. And then you take your chicken with you like this. And hopefully the chicken will be alive till the shechita. Then you do the, the kaparot. So going back to our subject, when you remove the head, the chicken still have movement. That movement, it's called in Aramic, kista de chayuta. Kista de chayuka, a pocket of life. Meaning it's something that left from last year, still that you can function and pray. On Rosh Hashanah morning, you start by flat. 
flatliner. Nothing going on. One, this year we are lucky, by the way. Only luck. It's called Mazal. Why? Because the first day is Shabbat. Habibi Shabbat. <laughs> we have to kiss the challah from happiness. We, we don't, when you study so much, you, we, you realize what Shabbat giving you. Shabbat on Rosh Hashanah, meaning that the first day of Rosh Hashanah, that's called Dina Kasha, meaning harsh judgment, not happening this year. Gone. Meaning 70% of the problem, Shabbat is taking care of it. If you do Shabbat right, of course, I hope all of you do Shabbat. Take care of Shabbat with simcha, with happiness, with good food. Don't be cheap. Make Shabbat fancy. Make nice plate. If you, new shirt, nice socks, nice shoes. Be, be serious about this Shabbat. Be serious about this Shabbat. Because this Shabbat is the biggest gift we can receive. Nothing is bigger than this Shabbat. Shabbat of Dina Kasha, especially when it falls on the first day. On the first day. Second day is called Dina Rafia. Dina Rafia meaning soft judgment. It's not as harsh as the first day. On the second day of Rosh Hashanah, this is the day you wake up on Sunday morning. Don't forget, you are considered not here, flatliner. Gone. Dude. What you need to do? You need to pray as if, as if. You mean it when you say, Zachrenu Lechaim. A lot of time we say it in what way? What is that? So you believe you are alive. So why is Zachenu Lechaim? We believe we are alive. Can you imagine how powerful is the fray? Zachenu Lechaim. For that reason, the Arizal say that. Mi shelo nofelet alav p'chia v'rosh hashana. Whoever is not crying on Rosh Hashanah, it's a sign that something is off with the soul a little bit. Something is not pure. You're crying. You're begging. That's what the Arizal said. Don't force yourself to cry. Priyameelaf, meaning the tears has to come by itself. Not, Arizal mm, said to cry. No, I'm going to cry. No, you don't have to scratch some onion and put it here and cry. It has to be because you look at your life and you say, I want to be alive. Okay, I'm I want another year, please. I want another year. That's the moment that you start the Tfilat Amida. Remember, the Tfilat Amida. Remember that. I'm talking about uh, not Musaf, the, the Amida, the, the Shachrit, Amida. And then after this, we have Kriyat Torah and so on and so on. And then we have the Shofar. In the Shofar, we start fixing the way that we're going to receive the light of the Creator in a perfect way. If you're going to receive the light of the Creator, in a way that it's wrong, then unfortunately the dark side won. And let me explain how is that go. Every time a person commits a crime, sin, chet, the word chet, chet comes from the word laachti et amatara, to miss the target. When a person's sin is missing the target, right? It's missing. You shoot an arrow and you might miss the target. Now, why are you missing the target? Because you want the same thing that you want from a mitzvah, from a spiritual event. What exactly you want from a spiritual event? You want, a, you want light. What do you want from Avera? Why do you sin? Why do you steal? Why do you cheat? Why do you lie? There is a benefit for you. Remember the moon? Remember the malchut we spoke before? You want something. But you want it in the wrong way. You want it without the work that is required to get that type of light. A lot of time people are involved in a relationship. They want a certain result, 
but they're not willing to do the work that has been attached to it. And that's why the results are terrible. They're going to blame the other person. They're going to blame God. They're going to blame the weather. They're going to blame victim.com for morning tonight. Whose fault? Whose fault? Whose fault? Whose fault? Why? Because they don't want to do the work. When you say it's not my fault, what actually are you saying? It's not up to me to change it. If somebody asks you, how come you don't have 1.4 billion in Swiss bank? And you say, I wish. Don't wish. Make it happen. It's already there. If you imagine it and you want it, it's next to you already before even you ask for it. But if you cannot imagine it and you don't want it, it's not there. If you can imagine something and you desire it, it's already been created before even you ask for it. The reason you want it and the reason you imagine it is because it's already there. Remember these rules, desire and imagination coming after the fact. Your desire and imagination will not create a fact. The fact will create the desire and imagination. I hope you will remember this verse. Remember, again, your desire and imagination is tolada. It's a birth. It's, it's come after the existence of things. The new flavor of ice cream in New York City has already exist. Once you're going to meet it, you're going to want it. But not because you want it, they create a new flavor of ice cream. The fulfillment always comes before the desire. But because of our five senses, the illusion of the five senses, what happened to us? We think in our mind. I think um, I want it and then God's going to give it to me. That's a set relationship between us and God. We make our God our servant. We ring the bell and say, God, I want soulmate. God, I want food. God, I want health. It doesn't work like this. Health is exist. Food is exist. Money exists. The Swiss bank exists. Everything has already been created. Now I have a desire for what already exists. It's very important to remember that. When you remember that, it changed everything for Rosh Hashanah. Going back to the idea of fixing things. Every time you commit a crime, every time you do a chet, where do you connect to? You connect, remember the moon aspect? Remember the moon was the area that we're not supposed to do, which is order chukmah. Every time you commit a sin or a crime, you connect to that level called the left column. The left column. And then you want to receive it for you. You want to take it for you. Our mission is still to get this light, but in a different way. The only way that we can change it, if we create a certain balance, call in Kabbalah, if you want to remember it, good, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet. Or more correct, it's called Chabad. Not Chabad, the organization, but Chabad means Chokhmah, Bina, Vadat. Chokhmah, Bina, Vadat. That's the all Rosh Hashanah standing on one leg. How do you create it? By the blowing of the Shofar. There is three types of blowing of the Shofar. There is Tekiah, there is Shevarim, and there is Teruah. The Tekiah, it's activation of the right column called Avraham. The Shevarim is the breaking down of all my selfish behavior, Lishbor, Lishbor, meaning Shevarim, Lishbor, to, to break down. And Teruah, which is spent as the Zohar teaches, Tikkun Zohar and Tikkun 21, say Teruah, Torah Ein, Torah Ein. That's what Teruah is, Torah Ein, Ein Panim La Torah. 70 uh, way to understand the Torah. With Teruah, you create the balance of those three levels that you need to receive. Now, going back to Thomas Edison, 
Thomas Edison, I, I don't know that much about him, but I think he was genius. Invent few ideas. I don't know what else he invented, I, but I know he invented like 90 things. Yeah. So the, the, when you look at the electricity, you see that there is minus and you have plus. So the minus, let's say the minus will be the left column, the order command, the moon part. And you have the right column, that will be the sun. What happens if I take those two wires and I put them together? What's going to happen? Explosion. Excellent. You're an electrician. It's going to be boom, explosion. What happened? Why there is an explosion there? What's missing? What is it? Something in the middle. Okay. We need something in the... Uh, I don't know electricity that, that much, but I think that the thing in the middle kind of uh, doing, uh, say no to the electrons to move. I, I don't know if it's true. What do you call it? Resistant. I love that. I love it. Resistant. It's like moving uh, in Israel from 220 volt. You, you have to buy those things. And if you open it, I, I was curious to open it. What's inside? They have a, a wire. They have a long wire around it that somebody explained to me, I don't know if it's true, that it's resist that level of whatever it is into my phone so it will not explode. I don't know if it's true. That's, that's the way it works. He said yes. So the idea, the whole idea of shofar is to be able to create those three columns. To be able to take the minus and the plus, connect them together without it will create explosion. Now, don't understand me wrong. Explosion is fun. Explosion is fun. I remember when I was at Turai, when I was just beginner in the army. So uh, I was punished a lot for my misbehavior in the army as an infantry. So one time, my friend told me the story. One time I decided because I was so depressed, I didn't see my, my home for six weeks. Usually maximum is four. I've been in the desert for six weeks. So <laughs> I never told this story. I took a bullet out and I basically emptied the powder and I make like a certain shape and all this and that. And then I have nothing to do alone in the desert. I, I burn it. And uh, of course, uh, with my good luck, uh, of course, it was uh, not good. No, not good at all because the sergeant just walked walk on me and that was another weeks without my family and all this and that. Even I tried to explain, listen, I, I'm depressed. I'm in the desert for six weeks. What, what do you think I will do? Uh, didn't, didn't work out. But explosion feel good. When somebody take drugs, it feel good. Somebody take cocaine, they feel high. Somebody cheat, it feel amazing. But that has a little problem. It doesn't last. Explosion doesn't last. There is nitzot. It's called nitzot spark. If you remember the old days, if you get stuck with a car, no battery, battery die, somebody come with those wire and they put the two wire together. And when they put the two wire together, boo, there is nitzots. There is a spark. How long did that spark last? Split of a second. So there is light, but uh, not too, too long. We want to have not that much light. We're okay with a little bit of light, but we want to make sure that that light lasts for a long time. For the all ear, I want it. I don't want to be happy for one minute. I don't want to be happy for one month. I want to be happy all the time. I don't want to have just money of spark. I want to have money continue to come. I don't want a soulmate to just make me happy on the fifth date. Oh, we're going together for five times and we're kind of very happy with each other. I don't want that seven months later we're fighting. I don't want that because that's still a spark. Spark can last for one hour. There is spark that lasts for two years. We don't want the spark. We don't want the minus and the plus 
only. Gamarnus replus in Kabbalah called Chokmah Vibina. We don't want that. We want something in the middle to balance it. There's something in the middle balance it called Da'at. Da'at. Where does this Da'at come from? After all, there is only 10 Sefirot. Who, who, who squeezed that? Because I will count the Sefirot together with you. Keter, Chokmah, Bina, Hesed, Gevura, Tiferet, Netzach, Od, Yesod, Malchut, that's 10. That is 11. Where does that come from? Very good question. The that come from us, my friend. It come by us blowing the shofar that the Kabbalists call it a kol kol Yaakov. It's a sound that come out of the shofar. When you blow the shofar, that sound go up. And when the sound go up, it make peace between Chokhmah and Bina. It make peace between right and left. It make peace between the sun and the moon. It make peace between the giver and the malchut and the receiver. And now you have the filament. You have the, uh, uh, whatever the name you call it, resistor. It make peace. And because it make peace, now you can receive the light in a balanced way and it doesn't kill you. Now it's okay. For that reason, you need three type of sound. Tekia for the right column. Shevarim for the minus. And teruah. Aha, that's the main idea. Torah ein. Shevim fanim la Torah, 70 type of Torah. That's why teruah. What do we call Rosh Hashanah? How do we call Rosh Hashanah the holy day? Do you call it Yom Tekiah? Yom Shevarim? What do we call Rosh Hashanah? Yom Teruah. Interesting. And what does it say? Ashrei Ha'am. When the, the person, the, the Chazan, you're going to see it in every shul. Ashrei Ha'am. Yode Teruah. Good for the people who know Teruah. Why is it Ashrei Ha'am Yode Tekiah? Ashrei Ha'am Yode Shevarim? Why the Dafka Teruah? Why you say Dafka Teruah? Ah, now we know. Because Teruah is the one connecting everything. And how do you get to Teruah from a personal point of view? Teshuvah. You gotta do Teshuvah. This week, whatever few days that left, go around. Make sure that you and people are okay. That's first. Because you cannot love truly God until you love people. There's no such a thing. People who don't love people don't love God. Because that's God's creation. Very simple. You hate people, you hate God. You think you love God and God love you back? Yeah, we have a great relationship. I do mitzvot. I wear become kippah. I bought a new tefillin. I bought a new knife to cut the challah. I bought a very expensive matzah. But still, it's about you. It's nothing to do with God. There's no connection to God. I'm, I'm being perfect tzaddik. But this tzaddik and God, and shum kesher. There's no connection between them. To be able to connect to the Creator, you gotta go to this three column called Chabad, Chuchmah Binavadat. This dot was basically, it's called the Eran Bin that went up and become that. And then those light come down to the filter, Mevusamim, meaning with mercy. Now you can receive the light, light of Chuchmah, the light that was forbidden for you before, but now you can receive it in a perfect way. If you can just think it, doing the blowing of the shofar, you did your job. When the blow, the first blowing, the first tekiah come this shana, all what you have to do is close your eyes because lishmoa kol shofar. The blowing is not the mitzvah. To hear the shofar is the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to hear because the ears is called bina. I don't want to blow your mind. The ears bina. That's what tshuva is. It's supposed to hear. This is balchut. Your, your face is also built from sfirot. 
your eyes is chokhmah, your ears is bina, the nose is erantin, this is balchut, everything is, this is keter, your whole face is actually sfirot. So basically when you're blowing to the shofar, the, the person who blow it, basically it's not about the quality of the sound. I know among uh, people who didn't study enough, they're busy with the sound, like, hey, well, wasn't loud enough. It's not gonna let you, if the person who blow it, don't think about few things. First thing, and you have to think about the same. Right now, you start blowing. I'm now, take my left column of the whole year. Every time that I was selfish and thinking about myself, and I basically disconnected. Disconnected, it's called chituch gimel rishonot. I'm disconnected the left column. Remember that note from Bank of Switzerland I don't have, the knife I don't have for the shechita, the ocean of water, that's all left column. So I'm disconnect myself from that. I'm doing the tekiah, which is right column. I'm, when I come to shvarim, I'm dealing with the left column. And when I come to teruah, this is very, very most important thing. I'm united. For that reason, in the first set of blowing, you have tekiah, then you have shvarim teruah together. You can put shvarim alone in the beginning. Because if you put shvarim alone, you'll start drawing the light from the left column again. You're exploding your life again. It's going to be a problem. So you've got to put teruah to fix it. Then you have 30 set with shvarim only. That's a third, second uh, uh, set of blowing, if you remember, doing the amida, which is a very holy time. You do shvarim. Then we deal with the real left column. And then when you, chazrat hashat, meaning the uh, um, repetition, then you do teruah. And then you have another 10. Some people do 11. The mekubalim do 11. They don't do 10. They do 10. And together you have 100. And the mekubalim add one more. For Evet under the one, so Michael Sar Israel, meaning that the angel Michael uh, will take care of it. My dear friend, I gave you a lot of secret in a very short time. Usually a lecture like this needed about six hours. I condensed it into 45 minutes the best I can. I hope it leaves you with something. And I will give you, uh, I'm sure most of you heard Shofar before, uh, but if you didn't hear, you know the difference between Tekiah or this? Have to stand. This is not for mitzvah reason. This is just for shiur. For shiur, you're allowed to do it at night. So I'm just going to show you that you know the difference between the different uh, different thing. So tekiah, tekiah will, will sound like more a flat flat noise. It will sound like this. Okay. I'm sorry for the people at home. So this will be more flat. Now, when you do the shvarim trua, it's supposed to be connected. Sometimes it's not, sometimes it is. Depends on the kavanah you do. It's all about the kavanah. What you try to do? Are you trying to break the shvarim? You try to connect it to trua? So it will sound, if it's together, so it has to be together in one, one breath. So now it's shvarim trua. So it was three sound of shvarim, then trua, and then you always close it with kia. You start with kia, you end up with kia. Why? What was kia? Who remember? What what column is was? Right column. Right column. And that's why you start right column. You end up always chesed. You start with chesed, end up with chesed. So you have to end it with that. So that will be chesed. So you start with chesed, end up with chesed. In between is the war you're having. What type of war? Shvarim Torah? Shvarim? Or Torah alone? What exactly you try to accomplish here? So, of course, there is 
what can I say, thousands of pages of Kavanot, okay? Whoever is, uh, uh, knows somebody who wants the Kavanot, Bli Neder, I can give you paper so you can look into it. If you, it's just a bunch of letters, so if you don't know what, what's going on there, it will look like, what's, what is that for? But it's good. It's good to know that there is more to Rosh Hashanah than what seemed to be in Rosh Hashanah. It's not just head of the fish or head of a ram or something like that, you know? I told my wife before that, I said, usually in a lecture like this, uh, people ask me to give it a little bit deeper than usually I give it to New York. I said to her, in a lecture like this, the creator will not put everybody in the room and whoever is in the room will have a difficult time to stay. So first, I'm sorry if it was, for some of you, was a bit difficult. I brought a few books. I didn't read a lot from the books as you saw. I gave you just the synapses, just the idea, just the Rashi Prakim, because if we're going into the book, it will be difficult. But I still want to read to you a few verses with your permission, okay? Just a just few, few verses. But by now, you know more that I'm not trying to put anybody down, but you know more than a lot of rabbis. Please challenge anybody you want, and you will be shocked how much you know right now. So I'm reading now from the Zohar in Parashat Emor, and it says like this. It says like this, and I want you to listen carefully. Ole, the sound go up, meaning the sound of the shofar, kalul be'esh ruach v'mayim. It includes fire, wind, and water, or air and water. What is the esh? The esh, the fire, is the face of the blower, the person blow the shofar. Ruach is when a person blow, he blow ruach, he blow air into the shofar. And mayim is the, either the speed or the sweat. Okay, so those three columns representing what I told you before, fire is always represent the left column, always. Always remember. Color red is always left column. You have to remember how, how it looks in the physical universe. This whole thing exists in the upper universe, in Atzilut. The same thing there has to be exist here. For example, you cannot mix red meat with milk. Lama? The right column milk. Milk is giving energy, the chesed, the chasadim. Meat is killing. You cannot eat uh, chicken or meat without killing. You have to kill. This is a killing. This is a living. The living is chesed. The killing cannot mix. Uh, some people sometimes try to whisper and say, what about if you put lettuce in between? Maybe that's the center column. <laughs> no, center column is the six hours. Always six. Why six? Yeah, now you know. Because it's chesed, gevurah, tiferet, netzach, od yesod. Now you know the reason. Now when you study Kabbalah, you start to understand the halacha in a beautiful way. You get excited about it. When you teach your kids why they want to do it, because now they get it. So everything around you is right, left, and center. Everything around you. All the mitzvot is right, left, and center. When you do mitzvah, when you do mitzvah, even the mitzvot you do, what is the mitzvah? Is to create a filter so you can receive light from what you try to do. If you're not going to do the mitzvah in the right way, that light that comes down can destroy you. It's called light of chokmah, left column. It's almost like you put your finger into the socket and you say, what's going on with me? My body is shaking. Well, you don't have a filter. You need to have a, what do you say, resistance. You have to have resistance between you and electricity. And then it's okay. Then you go to those Chinese people, they put on you those, uh, I don't know how you call it, for if your muscle have pain like me, they put on you, what do you call it? Electricity thing. It's something that shakes the muscles. <laughs> but it's actually help you. If they don't put it in a high voltage, it could kill you. But a little bit, that's okay. A little bit, that's okay. It makes the muscle move a little bit. How come? 
because electricity is okay, but using it in the wrong way, not okay. Rosh Hashanah has the ability for the whole year. You create a filter for the whole year, so every time you want light, available. But if you don't do it in that way, unfortunately, it's more fun, of course, to get the right and left together. We love that Nitzot. So the Zohar in Parashat Gemur is telling us, when you back the sound of the shofar, there is another sound from above. This is the center column. You want to create right and left together? You're allowed. But if you have kavem tzai, you don't have kavem tzai, you don't have a center column, I'm sorry. You're going to have a problem. Be careful. It's not about how nice you are or how selfish you are. It's how balanced you are. For that reason, Abraham is Ishmael. It's like as Isav, Yaakov, Eashalem. Yaakov was complete. Why? Because exactly, Tiferet is a center column. That's what Yaakov represents. That's what the, the idea. That's why Yaakov loved Yosef. Why he loved Yosef? Yosef was also center. They love each other. Love, it doesn't mean, like we, when we read the Torah, we think, ah, oh, Yaakov loved Yosef, and he gave him a special garment. No, it's about the right, left, and center. Everything right, left, and center. Everything. Even the week. The week. Sunday, right column. Monday, left column. That's why you have to read Torah to balance it. Thursday, uh, I mean, uh, Tuesday, center, balance. Wednesday, again, start right. And then, left Thursday. Eh, you will read Torah again. Friday, Yesod. Oh, Yafe. Shabbat, Malchut. Akol Veseda. All the time, the entire thing you do every day is based on those three columns. Our mission is to create that center column. That's our mission in our entire life. But Rosh Hashanah is more unique. Why? Because we were created on Friday, on Rosh Hashanah. So Hashem said to us, I'm giving you the key, it's called Maftucha in Kabbalah, to the Manula. I'm giving you the ability to key, to open that lock that you stuck. You want it? Earn it. No free gift. Earn it. At that day, unfortunately, there is an enemy. Yetzerara. Evil inclination, the other guy, I don't want to say his name at night, coming to God with a file. They have a file with a name on it. You're not allowed to mention from Friday night a scene that you did during the year. No matter who asks you what you did, you should never speak bad about yourself from Friday night to Sunday night. The verse in English that say, everything that you say will be used against you in a court, it actually exists in the Zohar 2,000 years ago. But they don't say it like they say, Kol adam omer rosh hashanah They use it in the court of heaven against you. Can't speak about yourself bad in Rosh Hashanah. So how come you say hatanu, pashanu? How come you say it? Exactly, don't, don't mention it loud. Don't say it loud. The Ari in the Zohar said, shh, shake it. But even in conversation in the table, somebody asks you, why we even pray? Uh, did you do anything wrong, Daniel? I'm a tzaddik. Oh, don't say nothing. They will try to, you will see, the test will come to everybody. Everybody. And everybody try to be humble and rush and speak bad about themselves. Don't do that. Don't speak bad about yourself. They will use it against you. It's almost like you admit. You're allowed to do it this week. This week, speak as bad as you can about yourself. As bad as you can about yourself. Why? Because God remember everything you forget. So what do you do? You remember, you forget. Huh? Pray silently. Silently in your mind, yes. Of course, in your mind, but not on the lips. 
this area, seal it. Some Kubalim don't even talk for 48 hours. Don't even say a word. You can't talk to them. They look rude, but they're not rude. They don't want to talk to you. They're scared even to say a word. They look at the wall. They don't talk to you. And they run away. They're so afraid because they know what's going on in heaven. They're looking for you. In heaven, for, 20, for 48 hours, they look for you. This year, at least only for 24 hours. Usually it's 48 hours. Because Shabbat is Rachamim. So Shabbat is fixing all what I told you. It's fixed by itself. Can you imagine? All these three columns and left column, it's fixed by itself. All what you have to do is besimcha. Tiyeh besimcha. Appreciate that God give you this Shabbat. Be besimcha. Have some good food. Be happy. Dance. You know? It's very important, Rabotai. Very important. Yes. Be better not to cry on Shabbat. Better not to cry on Shabbat. There is a machloket. There is an argument on that. Very good question. If because Rosh Hashanah fall on Shabbat, if to cry. So there is an opinion if to, to do cry or not to cry doing that filah. I recommend better not to because the Shabbat is more elevated than Rosh Hashanah. The, the Shabbat is touching, it's, it's a place called in Kabbalah Atika or Arichan Pino Fatsilut. It's a very high place. Rosh Hashanah doesn't reach that high. Okay? So for that reason, Shabbat is always above. Remember, on third meal of Shabbat, this year to be uh, tricky because it's very fast, but whoever do third meal, make sure to do third meal and that third meal, make a meditation. Sit at the table and ask for whatever you need. Not in a selfish way. Not, I need a Ferrari. Creator, I need help to change myself. I need to be less angry, less jealous, less meticulous. Please help me to become a better human being. Remember, third meal of Shabbat, always it's, it's a time, Ra'ava de Ra'avin, it's called. It's a time to ask for things. But this Shabbat, more than any other Shabbat, because it follows Shana, this is a game changer. Supposed to ask, exactly. But there is, there is what to ask. It, you don't ask Ferrari, you ask help to get better. That's, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, because Baal Shem Tov talk about that we cannot be like dogs. He's taking it from Tikkunaz or Hav Hav. So Baal Shem Tov explained, he, he gives a story to his student and he say, a king has three advisors. He give each one of them a puppy dog. And he gives them enough money to take care of the dog themselves, enough money for the rest of their life. The first person doesn't give nothing to the dog and he gives all the money to buy gift for the king. The second person gives a little bit for the dog just to keep him okay. And then the rest he gives to the king. The third person gives everything to the dog. And I say this is the difference between the book of Tzadikim, book of Benoniim, and book of Reshaim. You know, Tzadik is busy with the Creator, Hashem. And Benoni, you know, I need to take care of my body because the body is, is the dog. I need to take care of it. It needs to be alive. And the Rasha, of course, it's only about the body. It's only about the body. Yes? You said that there are two missions. The mission of one, of being the Hashem, the, the sun and the moon. And then for two, Tarimah, of going back to the So you didn't address Tarimah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So the Shofar itself, that blowing of the Shofar, when you start blowing the Shofar, you start the Nesira. You start the cutting to separate them. The first blowing, it's already the first cut. This year, we're lucky. We're not blessed, we're lucky. Why? Because the Keter has been sowing by itself. Hashem is doing it for us. What left for us to do is only Chokmah, and the next day, Oshom Gedalia is Bina. Every day we're cutting something. So, and we have to be thankful, have gratitude. This year, Apotai, Tiesh Nat Shel Daf, Daf Yomi, right? Peidalet, Peidalet, right? We have uh, uh, Daf, Daf meaning a page. 
Everybody should find the page. And remember, as much as Torah you study now, specifically Tikkun HaZohar, if those of you who don't have Tikkun HaZohar, reach out to us and we can give you Tikkun HaZohar for free, Bli Neder. Read Tikkun HaZohar as much as you can till Yom Kippur. It's Baduk Vemenuseh. It's checked by all Rabbanim. Whoever studied Tikkun HaZohar in this time, it's unbelievable. Patach Eliyahu, for example, it's a section from Tikkun HaZohar. Very powerful. So the Nesira happening in three levels by itself from the Creator. Second, by the Tefillah. And Tefillah means Tefillah and Tshuva. You have to do Tshuva and Tefillah. And fourth, by the Shofar. So without the Shofar on the second day, no, no Nesira. So what's going to happen to people who never been to Roshana? Let's say they are in the desert in Sinai desert and party all the time. Is it still, uh, what about them? Well, the, the flow of the light is the same. Didn't change. The receiver just changed. Are you going to receive the light or not? Are you going to be happy with what you receive or not? That has to do with only uh, uh, how you build yourself. Yeah, that's the bayah. That's, that's what people don't see. So everybody looking for the spark. The spark is amazing. We all want spark. Ah, I felt the spark. I fall in love. I think it's my right person. I think it's the right thing. I think it's the right car. We feel good. But it lasts a very short amount of time.